It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the 12th floor in 50-pin place here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the home of 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK, it is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. This is being recorded on September 5th which would be the birthday of one Freddie Mercury. So, Freddie, wherever uh, you are, hopefully you are uh, up in heaven looking down on us. We wish you a happy birthday, and thank you so much for all the great entertainment and, more importantly, great music you gave to us through your lifetime. And with that being said, let's talk some Thunder basketball today. Wherever you are, I am so happy you decided to join us it is September 5th, which means I think we're 19 days closer to training camp. I need to double-check that number, but it's getting ever so close. And we can start talking about what's going to take shape on the court here the next few months. We don't have to speculate anymore about why Paul George decided to stay in Oklahoma City or go to L.A. And quite frankly, I don't care why he didn't go to L.A. I'm just glad Paul George is here in Oklahoma City and it's time to get on with some basketball. That being said, on today's show, I am going to talk about Russell Westbrook and a lot about LeBron James. LeBron James started his show, The Shop. I thought another episode was coming on last night, but couldn't find it. So if you know when The Shop airs, tweet me at G-E-E-H-S-O or at Locked on Thunder so I can watch it again. And as long as there are no Golden State Warriors... On that show, I'll watch LeBron talk about anything all day long because the dude's really intelligent and he gets intelligent people to come in and help him further that broadcast. So with that, I'm going to ask the question, would that be a setting where we finally got the opportunity to know Russell Westbrook? That is segment number one. Segment number two, how teams are like bands and like radio shows. And I have come to a determination that should just be the model for the entire entertainment industry, be it music, movies, 
sports whatever based off the uh, Ray Allen comments that he was making to the athletic and about his former teammates in Boston probably not having any contact with him since he's being inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. And finally, we'll talk a little bit about what Webster got wrong as they've added a few words to the dictionary. Not kidding here. They're adding the acronym GOAT for greatest of all time. I'll tell you who they used as an example in their sentence and who they should have used. Plus, we'll go back to LeBron James and talk about how he is standing up for Colin Kaepernick and Nike and... I don't really understand the burning of shoes, so I have a solution for that as well. May not be as comical as I want it to be on that solution, but it's a solution nonetheless. My name's Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game and News Radio 1000 KTOK here in Oklahoma City. I've covered the Thunder for five years, and um, I'm a credential member of the media. And if you like what you hear, please go to LockedOnThunder.com. Check out our archive podcast and check out our video and audio from players and coaches and a lot more video and audio will be coming as soon as the season gets underway. LeBron James launched his brand new show. It's called The Shop. And from what I can tell, it's it's a pretty creative idea from LeBron James. It started off online. HBO picked it up. You can also watch it online either after, before, I don't know if it's after, before, or during, but you can watch it online so you don't necessarily have to have HBO. LeBron James did this not only to talk sports and give people a window into his life, but to also talk about issues of the day, entertainment, anything that he has passion on, and he gets other athletes to come on the show to talk about those things with him. And I would like to know, one, has he invited Russell Westbrook? And I I looked to see if Russell Westbrook had been on an episode of the show prior to it getting to HBO. I couldn't find that. If that's not the case, I apologize and would hope that somebody would send me a clip of Russell Westbrook being on the show. But I think Russ has the potential to be the perfect guest for LeBron James. And with being Russell Westbrook, there's always the potential as well for it all to go horribly wrong and us get nothing out of that episode. And if you think about Russ for a second, when we have to deal with him as members of the media, we work our butts off to just try and get him to say anything. Just pry that lid open. Just give us a little bit of insight. And when Russ does, he's very good. When you can get that one question in, about something that Russell Westbrook really cares about, he gives you an excellent answer. And he's a joy to talk to. On the days that Russ doesn't want to talk, eh, so much. You just want to get that media scrum over with and then move on to Paul George or Stephen Adams or Ray Felton or whoever else may be waiting in the wings. And I wonder with Russ, you put him in front of LeBron James and other athletes maybe some people from entertainment, does he then open up? Do we get to hear Russ's thoughts on what's going on in the world, basketball, where he stands, will he be critical of people? And that is the million-dollar question. That's why I find it so fascinating that there might be this chance that Russ could end up on that show. I'm hoping Russ ends up on that show. And I'm hoping we get something out of it that we've never heard from Russell Westbrook before. Because when he does talk, 
When Russell Westbrook decides that he's going to open up and share any part of his life with you, it's worth listening to, and he does it in such a way where you want to hang on to every single word that this guy has to say. And I would think that LeBron James being a Nike guy and Russell Westbrook being a Jordan guy, which is a division of Nike, would at least have some contact with each other or their people would know each other. And this is something that that we can make happen. And maybe we get the opportunity to see a side of Russ that we don't normally see, not just a talkative side, but a more socially conscious conscious Russell Westbrook, which the dude is. Russell Westbrook is definitely socially conscious. I just want to hear him speak on it. And I guess the for LeBron, the, the whole fear of bringing a guy like Russ on would be, how volatile is Russ? Is Russ going to go off? Are there going to be issues? And certainly with the whole Kevin Durant thing, Kevin, I would guarantee that Kevin's going to end up on the show and Kevin's going to say something and then we're going to play the audio and Kevin's going to put his foot in his mouth and then we're going to rip Kevin Durant again. Kevin Durant, okay, here's the difference between, here's the stark difference between Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. And I can't believe I have not thought of this before. Kevin Durant needs to shut up. There is no reason for Kevin Durant to ever do any more in depth interviews ever again in his life, at least during his playing days, because Kevin Durant is going to say something wrong in an attempt, in an attempt to be more genuine and in an attempt to get you and the media and everybody else to get on his side. And ultimately, it's just going to backfire because that's who Kevin Durant is. He does not know what the right thing to say is. Russell Westbrook, on the other hand, needs to open up more and get in front of many as many people as he possibly can and do as many interviews as he possibly can because Russ is the one, while DNFing, the entire rest of his life, or at least the last few years of his life, needs to figure out that if he wants these MVP awards or he wants the narrative about himself to change, this is the PR, this, this is the way to do it. This is the PR move that you make is you jump on shows like LeBron James has. You go on some of these talk shows and show everybody what a good guy you are. And don't just do the whole... Stephen Colbert thing where you're going to trot out a pair of your latest kicks or show off your latest fashion wear line, you're actually going to talk about stuff that matters. And when Russ decides to do that, that's when things will change. But then again, this is rough. Or, well, rough and Russ, where chances are Russ just doesn't care enough about what any of us think and That'll be it, and we'll never see him on LeBron's show. But I'll hold out. I'll hold out that maybe we finally get that moment with Russell Westbrook. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, I'm going to tell you how basketball teams are a lot like rock bands or sitcoms or radio shows. And I've come to a conclusion that I will explain next why all really talented people should never work together again. It's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast.
The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you're so inclined, please check out the Locked On Suitors podcast, which is on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, and Alexa. And today we talked to Curtis Bolton about his relationship with Mike Stoops. We weren't able to get it out before the Addison Gums news came out, but we will talk about that tomorrow. And hopefully you find that podcast as entertaining and fun as you find Locked on Thunder. And we certainly enjoy doing that podcast as well. That's Locked on Sooners, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Ray Allen's going into the Hall of Fame this weekend, along with Maurice Cheeks. And on tomorrow's show... We will have audio from Maurice Cheeks when he got the news that he was getting inducted. We'll revisit some of that. Back to Ray Allen. Ray Allen does an interview with The Athletic, and he tells us that he sort of patched things up with Paul Pierce, but not really anybody else from those Boston Celtics days. They won a championship back in 2008, which sort of mind-blowing to think that that was 10 years ago. And then Ray decided to go to the Heat, and as Kevin Durant is finding out when you play someone and you're extremely competitive with them there's a lot of deep-seated emotions that go along with that and yes you may be well within your right to go join that team but it doesn't mean that the guys that you were teammates with are ever going to understand and are ever going to forgive you and you just have to live with the consequences you have to be thick-skinned enough to just say okay I sacrifice friends for winning those relationships are over with but I'm happy with my decision. Here's my ring. The banners are hanging, and my career is what it is. I'm in the Hall of Fame. And if you can live with that, if that is more important to you than close ties with other people, then more power to you. But the conclusion that I have come to through watching Kevin Durant, watching Ray Allen, being involved in radio shows that have blown up for one reason or another, and I look, I understand I fully take my blame in that when things don't work out. But it just goes to show me that the more talented people are, the more they should not work together. The more talented people you get in the room, the more volatile the mix is going to be. And that's why Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook didn't work out. Both of these guys had equal talent, in some cases better talent, depending on what the skill set was, Both of them had the ability to be the face of the franchise. And as they say in Highlander, or Highlander, there can be only one. So somebody's eventually going to lose. Somebody's going to get their feelings hurt. And that's a toxic mix. And that doesn't happen when you have a team like the, the Cleveland Cavaliers or the way that the Lakers are built now or the way that the Bulls were built in the 90s where you've got your King B. You've got your stud, and then you've got all the worker bees around him who know he's the guy. The more you put into the mix, the more things are just going to go wrong. And if I was running an NBA team now, I don't know that I would necessarily look to build a big three. 
I would look for a guy that had that dominant personality and the athletic ability to go right along with it. Oh, did we, we forgot about the Kobe Shaq example, right? Kobe Shaq, they eventually won three championships. And you can sort of, you can get along while you're winning, but even while you're winning, cracks are going to form in the foundation and you're not going to have a choice but to eventually break that team up. And then we saw the Kobe Lakers. And think about how the Kobe Lakers were built. They were like the Jordan Bulls. Kobe's the guy. Everybody else feeds off Kobe. That's how I would go about building an NBA team if I was looking to create a dynasty. Because even Golden State's eventually going to break up. And if you look at Golden State, the makeup of Golden State is very different from necessarily a big three. They added Kevin Durant to the mix, and I firmly believe Kevin Durant will leave before Golden State has an opportunity to just implode the way that we've seen other teams like the Celtics implode. But Steph Curry is the star, but he's not really a dominant personality. Neither's Clay Thompson, and neither's Draymond Green. And for as talented as they all are, None of them are close to LeBron James. I mean, Kevin Durant's really good, but he's not LeBron James and doesn't have the personality to go along with it. They can get by. And it's not even an exception to the rule thing. They can just get by. Same thing with the with the Spurs. Who was the dominant personality there? It was the coach. It was Greg Popovich. Everybody fed to serve Greg Popovich. So it's one dominant personality, worker bees, that's how it all works out. And the more talented you are, the worse it's going to be. Like if you're in a band, one guy, you got to have a great guitarist or a great singer, and then everybody else has just got to fill in the gaps. It doesn't mean that they're not good. They just got to fill in the gaps. How Rush did it, I have no idea. One of those few exceptions to the rules, because the police certainly couldn't make it work, because all three of those guys were tremendously gifted. And then eventually Stuart Copeland and Sting wanted to uh, kill each other. But yes, the more talented people are, they should not be in a room because in a sense, and I I need to throw this in here, and I know I'm being a little long-winded, the more talented you are, the more you just can't identify with people. It's hard. You become, you're, you're just, you're socially awkward. You don't understand why people aren't on your level, and Usually, and they've done they've done psychological studies on this, the more talented, the more gifted someone is, the less mentally right they are. So yeah, it's just, it's a total, complete toxic mix. And I would figure out a way just never to let that happen if I was an NBA owner. And that being said, my team would probably blow up. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, what Webster got wrong And LeBron James standing up for Nike, which, not a bad thing. I mean, hey, it's his company. But more importantly, what to do if you're thinking about burning your Nikes because you're upset about Colin Kaepernick? We'll tell you about it on Locked on Thunder.
NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All the Locked On Podcasts, the Locked On Podcast Network can be found at LockedOnSports.com. Major League Baseball, the NFL, and college, and of course the NBA. And please listen to Locked On Sooners. We just uh, published another episode of that not too long ago. And hopefully you get a chance to listen to that, as well as Locked On Thunder on your way to work, maybe at work. We try not to take up too much of your time because we know you've got more important things to do. So if you've taken time out of your day to listen to this podcast, just know that that is extremely appreciated. Not only by me, but all the other hosts who are part of the uh, Locked On Podcast Network. So here we are in segment number three, and the acronym GOAT, greatest of all time, has been added to Webster's Dictionary. I seriously got a question why we keep adding so many words to Webster's Dictionary, especially an, an acronym, GOAT, greatest of all time. Um, okay, Webster, thank you. Thank you for explaining that. But Tom Brady is the example used in GOAT. And it's and there's a sentence about Tom Brady and, and Aaron Rodgers. I don't have it in front of me, but that's the example they give. And I don't have a problem with that. I love Tom Brady, so if you want to say he's the GOAT, fine. But to me, GOAT means greatest of all thunder, and it's clearly Russell Westbrook. And I would have liked to have seen Webster include him as well in that definition. And if you wanted to compare him to Michael Jordan, fine. But greatest of all thunder, that is GOAT to me, and it is clearly Russell Westbrook. Webster, you missed on that. Uh, I'm sorry that wasn't more creative. I wanted to do more with that, and I just kind of hit a brick wall today in thinking about it. But just know that the greatest of all thunder is all is Russell Westbrook, but uh, you already know that. Let's talk about something that, that's a little bit more important and probably closer to everybody's heart, and that is Nike deciding that they're going to make Colin Kaepernick one of the faces of their new campaign. And they're praising him for sacrificing his NFL career for standing up for what he believes. LeBron James is on board with this. I don't have a problem with it. I don't agree with what Colin Kaepernick did, but... Hey, you chose to do it. You chose to make a stand, and you paid a tremendous price for it, and now somebody's at least honoring you for that. Really, unless you came out and supported Kim Jong-un, I really don't care who you decide to make the face of your franchise because I'll buy my clothes based on comfort and, and what I like, and I, I do like the Nike product for the most part. But what I think is nuts is everybody going out and burning their Nike shoes. And I know what you're going to say. Well, you are all right with people burning their Durant jerseys. Yeah, I was, and I'm being a hypocrite about this. But when it comes to shoes, one, shoes are extremely expensive, especially Nikes. Two, as Trevor Noah said, they've already got your money. So it's not like you can get the money back from Nike. You can show your dissatisfaction but they've already reaped the benefit of you purchasing their product. 
Here was the easy thing to do, and this is what people should have done. If you're so upset with Nike, donate your shoes to somebody who could use them. There's Salvation Army, there's Goodwill, there's all sorts of churches around the country. Let them have your shoes, because I guarantee you some poor people would love to have the shoes that you don't want anymore. And here's the other thing that I will say about that. I... I don't understand burning your shoes. If you want to, to make a political statement, knock yourself out. This is America, and you're as free to do that as what Colin Kaepernick is to do. And eventually, we will learn how to ELE, as we say this on every day on this show. Eventually, we will learn, everybody will learn to love everybody. I'm not giving up on that. I really hope and always pray that love prevails over hate and that our differences do not divide us and that eventually that we can learn from them. So that's how I'm going to wrap up the show today. Tomorrow we'll hear from Mo Cheeks talking about him getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. Please go listen to Locked On Sooners. And, of course, everybody love everyone. We just said it. And peace, love, and thunder. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.